0: Hey, welcome to our, our studios here, John. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: I, I hear that you're the expert on, on our Elite product. You're the product manager, is that I, correct?
0: I am the product manager for our Elite product.
1: Yes, oh, I am. Perfect. Then you should have, hopefully, the answers to the questions that, Excellent. That i hope I do. ask. Good. Okay, so what happened with Elite in quarter one of 2023? Uh, I just want the highlights. I don't need to know everything that happened. Just like, you know, a couple minute overview. Yeah,
0: you bet. So we did uh, a lot of work like we always do, um, improving product and bringing new value to our users. Um, a few things we did was uh, we did some work to support POR1. So POR1 is uh, just recently went to market and our job to support them uh, was to make sure that the things that we do in Elite, that users do in Elite, and users do in PR1 work together. So when a driver does something in PR1 and it, it shows up in Elite that they did something. Um, so it's kind of a two-sided uh, development process. Yeah, I was, so, I was
1: just talking with him about that. And it's like, hey, it's good that someone's working with the stuff yeah, that's in PR1.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's what we did It mainly in, in this last quarter was around routes and supporting that driver persona. So those mobile drivers that are out there delivering equipment, they're doing stuff in pr one and then uh, we're um, what we would call consuming that, that data and then uh, showing it in Elite so you can see that things were done. Cool. Yeah. Um, another thing we worked on quite a bit was a new availability function. So availability, of course, has been uh, something that's been around forever because that's what you need for <laughs> rental equipment, right? Um, but <clears throat> we have some ideas about to, you know, some things we want to do around availability. And what we decided when we looked at how we currently calculate availability, we decided to rewrite it and do it in a way that was um, more uh, where we could manipulate it in the future, to expand the way um, and make it more customizable, to make different, uh, make your availability a little, little bit more customizable. So, because okay. everybody has a little bit twist on that, so we built a whole new availability uh, function, and then uh, the first piece of deliverable that we did with that was date-driven availability in our contract and any item selection screen. And so, we if you added this column called availability, mm-hmm. ironically, um, you get these uh, dates that show up in the item selection screen, and then um, you can set any date you want in that screen and it'll give you the actual availability for those dates.
1: Okay. So you're like looking at an item and it's like, when are these going to be available?
0: Right. Previous to that within a contract for for instance, is uh, it was just using uh, today's date. Okay. Um, So now it's, you can set any date and it'll give you what the availability is. Um, So that was really cool. And like always, we're always developing you innovate ideas uh, we did uh, that just in the first quarter. We developed ten u innovate ideas. So we're we're constantly scrubbing the U Innovate um, platform, looking for ways that we can deliver users um, value, uh, and their ideas that they've come up with. So uh, one of them was actually that date driven availability. Um, so that was a U Innovate idea. Uh, we also did work to replace an hour meter, uh, which has been on the on the U Innovate list for quite some time. Had a lot of votes. And then um, the other one was to display um, a notification when when you're um, finalizing the dispatch process and there's unpaid contracts, so it alerts the dispatcher that hey, these people haven't paid yet. So
1: that would be useful information to have.
0: Yeah, <laughs> useful information to have. So those were all you innovate ideas, and we like I said, we did ten of them, but those were kind of the three the awesome. three highlights.
1: Cool. All right. Now I know product managers love. Uh, Promising things in the future, even though they have no actual control about, like, hey, this will actually be generally available. Right. So I just want to preface this whole section with, uh, "Hey, things are subject to change." Yep. But uh, what's coming up in in quarter two that you're you're looking forward to?
0: Yeah. So the the plan is to uh, one of the things we really want to do is again support POR one. So their next initiative. Um, is around work orders. And so it's for a technician in the field to be able to add parts, um, remove parts, uh, and also create brand new work orders. Uh, so that'll be exciting. That'll, that'll bring a lot of value. Um, the other thing we're doing is we're also supporting our e-commerce uh, division. Uh, they've created a consumer portal. And so this is a place where consumers, the end user of the rental equipment, uh, can log in, manage their rentals, um, call call things off rent, pay for rentals. And so we're doing a lot of work to support that because the consumer portal for an Elite customer, uh, their consumers, all of that data is driven by the data in Elite. And yeah. so we deliver that through the API, which is really exciting. Awesome. And um, and then again, more you innovate ideas. Uh, we're, again, we're always looking at you innovate ideas. We'd probably do two to three every sprint. And our sprints are three weeks long where the developers build stuff. And we always try to get two or three things in there. Um, one of them came out of our international conference last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we do a, a Sunday roundtable every year. And this last year, um, one of the attendees um, came up with an idea for item options. And this is where equipment... You can have lots of the same types of equipment, say a forklift, but of all those forklifts in that in that category class, um, each forklift can have different options. Some have side shifts. Some have this. Some have different weight capacities, different little twists and turns that each equipment has. And so, by being able to set those item options, they're not only looking at availability for that category and class or what we call a header um but they can also now filter they'll be able to filter it down to those options so i want to see all of those forklifts that have side shift for yeah. instance um so that'll be a really a real game changer uh we think people will really love that we we did an empathy session with a bunch of users and got a lot of great feedback and so we have a real clear idea on on what it's going to be and and we're ready to build it
1: yeah you and- can imagine normally getting very confused about like There's a lot of options here. I forget which one has that ability and which one doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Cause
0: sometimes you don't know, you just don't know. And and people have done it. uh, There's been lots of workarounds that people have done in point of rental for a long time, using different like unused fields to, to squeeze in like abbreviated options (laughs) and different things just to try to make it work. But you always, it always required a lot of, um, you know, manual purging of through the information where this will be all automated and and filterable and kind of like that um, Wayfair experience where you say, well, I just want to see the ones that are made of wood and that are red, you know. It's kind of that concept is that you can filter it down to exactly the things you want to see. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, then the the other Univate idea we have on tap for Q2 is uh, to make the assigned to field in a contract um, either required and or auto set based on some parameters so people generally use the assigned to uh, as a way to help uh, assign people to manage a rental transaction yeah and uh, it's been a manual process in the past and so we're going to create some configurations and ways where that field will get automatically set based on how you configure your business so
1: awesome yeah that sounds really cool yeah all right, now I want to get people to know a, a little bit more about like each of the, our product managers. Um, so I'm going to ask a, a non-related to work question every, every quarter. Brilliant. and And this, this quarter's question is, if you could have dinner with any living person, who would it be and why? With any living person? Yeah, again, we don't want to eat with dead people. That's just... Weird. Yeah,
0: that'd be a little creepy, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, let's see. Boy, that is, a, that is a tough question.
1: Um, Again, I, like I told Martin, we're not actually going to set this up, so there's really no pressure. <laughs> great. Um,
0: man, I wish you'd asked me that question an hour ago. Um,
1: For those watching uh, or, you or know, listening, we just I, had
0: lunch. So. I think Elon Musk, I would love to sit down and chat with that guy. He's just a He seems crazy and brilliant and um, eccentric. And I like the way he thinks uh, generally. Um, and uh, yeah, he would just be an interesting person to sit down and, and just hear what he has to say about things.
1: Okay. All right. We're, everyone seems to think that there's going to be conversation at this dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining me this quarter. Um, and I look forward to seeing you next quarter. All right. Thank you, Brian. Cool. Thanks for Thanks. having me.